Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. doing Luke it's uh, the Luke and Pete show and uh, it's a uh, it's a Monday yeah. well, you had a great weekend you're, uh, this is uh, pre-recorded we're not recording it on the day because we're in uh, New York City um, by the time you hear that Luke's going to be on his way I've got a really wet mouth oh get your wet mouth I wonder if there's anybody um, I think it, um, celebrities with wet mouths <laughs> we will be I wonder if anybody's spotted on the way to New York City, although Pete, you might still already be there. What um, if people were to imagine you on a transatlantic flight flying from London to uh, to the US? Mm. What are you doing on the flight? What's typical Donaldson behaviour? I'm like Will Self. I'm uh, taking heroin on uh, Air Force One or whatever. <laughs> Didn't he say he took heroin on a plane with Tony Blair? Did he? Yeah, that's big, wow, big talk. Just showing off, really. Isn't I mean, it? You will have neither heroin or Tony Blair. I am probably playing. Zelda on my Switch. Love that. And um, probably waiting for the next meal. I'm going to study. I'm going to study ahead of the trip, um, Super Mario Odyssey to get right into it, and yeah. then I'm going to start playing it for the trip. So I'll probably be playing Super Mario Odyssey right now as people cool. listen to this. Yeah. I've got two Switches now because I'm a flipping idiot. Wow, how come? Because um, uh, they released a mini version, which really works more with my lifestyle slash pocket size. So uh, Switch is just too big for the pocket. It's I think ridiculous. people are going to start saying we're out of touch. We've been talking about hotels recently. We've been talking about pret a manger. We've been talking about having two Switches when you don't need them. Mm, well, I'll sell one on. I'm just, uh, you know, I've just got a lot of computer equipment to get on eBay first because uh, mm. I, was in a, I was in a big old battle with uh, some processor manufacturer uh, slash uh, salesman. Uh, online, they would not give me the money back when I returned it because I'd got the aforementioned um, thermal paste on it. And they were very. Uh, what piece of kit was it? It was a i9 Intel processor. Is that big? Is that big potatoes? Uh, that's pretty big potatoes, uh, Luke. If any computer builders uh, are familiar, that's pretty big potatoes. Is it the I, biggest potato you can get? I put the big potato in the in the motherboard and realised that uh, it was a duplicate item. So I was like, I put that back in the box and sent it back. And they said, we can't re- resell this. The seal's broken and. And there's thermal paste on it. I said, well, how would I know whether it worked or not? Yeah. Sunshine. Yeah. So they tried to charge me a, and indeed they did charge me a 25% restocking fee. Go fuck yourself, aria.co.uk. Yeah? You hear me? Yeah. A-R-I-A.co.uk. It's a very interesting story. There's a lot of process there. Yeah. Don't go to our, I mean, they were well within the rights to do all of that. But <laughs> I, mean, I just uh, Googled um, wet mouths, celebrity wet mouths. And I've come up to the 13 sexiest celebrity mouths on the planet. Can you name 
any. I will name two sexy celebrity mouths. Okay, and what date is the article? They're all fucking women. What date is the article? The date of the article was 2014. The 13 sexiest okay. celebrity mouths. I'm just going to go with two absolute crowd-pleasing guess, guesses. Right. Katy Perry. Nope, not on the list. Scarlett Johansson. On the list. Yes. yes. I got one. That's not too Brilliant. bad. Yeah. I mean, I've just gone for people. I'm that... you didn't go for the Jolly. That was a pretty famous I one. Said, oh, yeah, yeah, cool. Jolly. Yeah. To be honest, I've not spent much time thinking about it and you've just sprung it on me, really. Jo- <laughs> the, one of them's George and May Jagger. Mick Jagger's daughter. I mean, come on. That's... Oh, with the gap too? Well, yeah, and the lips. Oh, it's Mick Jagger's daughter, for crying out loud. It's going to have lips, isn't it? I've got a gap, I've got a gap too. She's doing it for us. <laughs> doing the gap tooth lot. She, it was just mm. me and Madonna for years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lana Del Rey. Yeah. Um, I mean, why are we doing this, Pete? I don't know, mate. I just I just like Googling stuff. Rosie Huntington-Whiteley. This wasn't the um, initial... Solange Knowles. Solange. Solange. She's one of the biggest recording artists in the world. Oh, fuck off. You work in a radio <laughs> station. Do you get to choose one song an hour? I get to choose one song a day, I think. One song a show. But it has to be a certain type of song. Yeah, of course. There's no point in me choosing, you know. So you couldn't choose like Hammer Smashed Corpse by Cannibal Corpse? Probably not. Hammer Smashed Face, sorry, by Cannibal Corpse. <laughs> An unforgivable Cannibal Corpse error there. Um, <laughs> yes. It's like you and your Wu-Tang crew. Yes. Um, so what what's an example of a song you would be able to play off your own volition on the on the radio station? Um, oh, Welcome to the Black Parade by uh, My Chemical Romance. That's what you would choose? That's not what I would choose. I'd clearly choose I'm Not Okay. Not Okay. Who's that by again? Oh, My Chemical Romance. My Chemical Romance. Yeah. <laughs> They were massive for a bit, weren't they? They were massive until uh, they weren't. <laughs> Gerard Way. Is Gerard Way. Um, I read a really interesting article uh, this week, and mm. I might be a bit behind the curve, but I'm making no apology for that. Mm. Um, and the reason I was, it was interesting is because I'm of the age to, for it to be entirely relevant. But it was a retrospective look and then a further catch-up 20 years on of some of the biggest gladiators from the TV show Gladiators. Uh, okay. Physically biggest. Oh, just the just most popular one. Right. Okay, um, so this uh, this um, this journalist caught up with Wolf, uh, Jet, mm. Lightning, and Cobra. Okay, and it, it gave me all the nostalgic feels. I'm telling you, mm. it was amazing because back in the day, Saturday, you'd have your tea, uh, you'd watch Gladiators. Then when you got a little bit older, it would be the thing you'd watch before you went out with your mates to the pub. Yeah. Okay. And uh, I just I just kind of loved it. Yeah. It's um. When I because obviously I do that podcast on Mark Haynes wrestle me they're like I guess there were probably very few wrestlers that would be so familiar to people um, Wolf as, as, as like like Wolf probably was massive wasn't he like a massive star in in the UK certainly in a very small catchment area obviously but yeah incredible Wolf said that um, in the article he said that they didn't want he wasn't designed to be a bad guy right and he said that. Um, this is rubbish because everyone's this, everyone's really you know good and like it's, mm. there's nothing to it kind of thing. Yeah, let me be a bad guy, a bad gladiator, and they were like, no. And he said, let me do it for one episode and see how it goes. No, like, okay, and obviously he absolutely killed it. <laughs> he said, if you don't like it, I'll never do it again, and the whole thing went mad. His hair, um, well, because he looked different to all of the other gladiators because he was quite a little bit older, I'd say. I certainly looked older yeah, he in was. the face. He was on the cover of the video game Barbarian and Barbarian Two with Linda Lusardi. I remember Barbarian. Back in the day. Back in the day. But Barbarian was... Because Wolf is now 67 years old. Jesus Christ. Yeah, so he was a bit older. 
But um, he was one of the most famous. I reckon he's probably one of the most famous people in the country at one point. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's just it's quite interesting how like there's something about it seemed a lot more innocent, didn't it? Do you think it seemed innocent? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, and uh, I guess. But these, because uh, like nowadays, like you could go into any gym and pull out five, six, seven men and women who are ripped, looked, who are absolutely ripped. But some of them, some it, of them would be carrying pugil sticks. <laughs> back then, it was so sort of um, rare. Look at look at. Um, Look at him on the uh, cover of Barbarian, the video game Barbarian. I had that game. You had a special move with, where you could chop the guy's head off. Yes. I remember Linda it, Linda yeah. My God. My God, Linda Lusardi. My God. Do you, I mean, what, what are your memories of Saturday Night TV? Um, it was amazing, wasn't it? It was just brilliant back in the day. I was saying to you the other day, wasn't I? We were on the train going somewhere. I said to you, if I could bring any TV show back ever, I'd bring back Big Break. <laughs> yes, you would. You went on a, what can only be described as a five minute rant about how good Big Break was. But the format is just so good. <laughs> it's such a good show. Did you used to get, uh, did you used to get like proper world class snooker players or snooker players who oh, had yeah. gone off the boil a bit though? No, no, you'd get a mixture. Right. They'd have like Jimmy White on there and stuff. Right, okay. But they would have to be, they would probably, it wouldn't be about ability because obviously all those snooker players would be good yeah. for that standard, for what mm. they needed to do. It's more about whether they would be kind of fun. Fun, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was just an amazing show. <laughs> I love snooker anyway, so that's probably got to do with it. But it, uh, to me, it feels like when now you do have big shows like um, you love Strictly Come Dancing, you yeah. have um, Britain's Got Talent, X Factor, all those kinds of um, I'm a Celebrity, etc. But they're different, aren't they? Because they're more about, I mean, for example, I'm a Celebrity. That's I'm pretty sure that's on like every day. And it's all, it's as much about the, the online sort of presence, the hashtag. You could, and then Big Brother, of course, broke the mold where they had that thing where you could watch it 24 hours a day. But back I'm, when I'm just talking about like straight Saturday night TV classics, yeah. like bangers, straight bangers. So like um, Noel's House Party, Big Break, Gladiators. These were like proper shows. I've just, I've just got a lot of affection for those kind of shows. Mm, hugely. Um, I mean, mine, I, I don't remember Saturday night television that much, but I do remember Fresh Prince, then... Um... Crystal Mays. But they weren't Saturday um, though. I'm I'm just saying that I don't really remember Saturday night. Right. Probably because I'm not drinking and partying, but the, the 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 Friday night was always go down quick save, get a booty bag, get some discos, get some cloudy lemonade. Um, booty get, bag. Yourself, get yourself home, get yourself home, watch a bit of Crystal Mays, watch a bit of um maybe a bit of Red Dwarf. Was Red Dwarf be Friday? And then well actually after after Fresh Red Dwarf Prince, was called at eight PM midweek. Mm, after Fresh Prince and after um the uh Crystal Maze, you would be getting into eight o'clock, nine o'clock friends and Frasier and stuff like that. Be- perfect even. Perfect. For me I'm talking she is. Perfect. I'm talking generation game. I'm talking Baywatch. I'm talking gladiators. Yeah. I'm talking blind dates. All that shit let me left me cold to be honest. Noel's house party? Yeah, I used to watch a bit of that, yeah. You bet. Yeah, no, not really. None of those kind of hit me. I can't remember what I would have been doing at that point. Don't forget your toothbrush. That's Friday night, isn't it? Oh, no, no, no. Don't forget your toothbrush. Saturday, wasn't it, on Channel 4? Do you remember the all-time classic, the the perennially underrated and actually just straight bad mm. uh, Man O' Man with Chris Tarrant? <laughs> Man Do you remember Chris Tarrant's Man O' Man? Yeah, they used to um, get all of the sex offenders in the town and they used to congregate on a shopping centre. And find a man for a woman, didn't they? No, that wasn't it. Well, it was, wasn't it? No, no, this was they'd get. Like, Davina t- McCall involved? No, no, it was, it was Chris Tarrant. Right. Oh, maybe Davina. I can't remember. But t- ten guys, yeah, would stand there. Wasn't it in a shopping centre? No, it was in the studio. This got purpose-built studio, right? And it had a big swimming pool at the top of this this kind of like. Oh, they get pushed scene. in. Yeah, get in the get in the pool. And they, and there would be women in the crowd exclusively. Sounds more Barrymore style, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
For goodness sake. No, for and they would all vote, and the one with the least amount of votes got pushed in the pool, and the last guy won man oh man. I think he got yes. like a little trophy or something. Saturday Night TV was the one, I'm telling you. It was so good. But anyway, that article about the gladiators is quite interesting because he meets Jet and he meets, and one of them, Rhino, is apparently like a quite a big producer in Hollywood now. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. And um, um, yeah. Would, you, would you have uh, Jim Davidson back on our screens doing a big break? <sighs> the thing is, Pete, and I'm not going to win any favours by saying this, particularly not from the guy who thinks I'm a gammon anyway. Mm. It's almost like the Richard Keys thing. Whether you like it or not, and for the record, I don't like it. Mm. Davidson was a very good guy on telly. He worked. He was very good on TV. He worked. Barrymore's brilliant on TV. If you watch clips of Barrymore now, my God, he's Barrymore brilliant. Was a, Barrymore should never have lost his career, in my opinion. Um, Mark, you see my story got fucking put in pop bitch. Tell people who are listening. Um, uh, Barrymore um, uh, kissed me on the lips and asked um, me you, and a friend. You're going to need to give more context than that, mate. <laughs> That's just people are pulling their cars over now. The day that Barrymore was acquitted of Stuart Lubbock's um, uh, death in his own swing pool, uh, murder. Uh, he a day where he should have been probably keeping his head down. Uh, he went to the Century Club in uh, London, and I was uh, working for a radio station, and we'd gone out for a few drinks, and it was kind of like my first taste of what I would call a media goings out, media night out. Day what out. year was it then? God, I don't know. What, whatever. I mean, you could probably just Google whenever Stuart yeah. Lubbock was. Uh, he was found not guilty. Um, yeah, he comes in and he's massive, and he's wearing a baseball cap, and I think our producer Paul. Still has that baseball cap. If if you're listening, right, <laughs> you get it. You know where to get it, right. Paul, the producer from XFM. Uh, yeah, and he uh, he tried to shake my hand, and um, I was trying, I was trying because he wouldn't stop shaking, holding my hand. Basically, I tried to teach him a credit card kind of, uh, kind of like a brushing against kind of hand. I'm, yeah. I've learned this new uh, this new handshake, um, fella, Michael, like Michael, Michael, and uh, and did the credit card, and he sort of like fell over knocked unusually over and sort of landed kind of in front of me on his knees and he gave me a big old sloppy kiss and then later on he um, asked if we wanted to go to his house uh, and the worst <laughs> thing I'm going to do is wank you off it's not the worst thing you're going to do yeah I mean <laughs> I'm sure it, again people I'm are sure I'll be, see worse things people are just going to be confused by this yeah but he, he said he and they got picked up by pop bitch it got put in a, I mean, it, it a was a gossip either, it, email. All right. I mean, Mark Haynes was there from WrestleMe, so it was probably something to do with him, to be honest. But Running it his got mouth. put in there. It got just put in there like a, just a story, just a. And I was reading it. I was like, hang on. Anyway, I, my only Steady. experience with Michael Barry was Strike It Lucky. True. It's <laughs> a great show. And he was very good on that as well. He was very good. And Ant and Deck are very good on Saturday Night TV as well. Let's just review every person we know. I wish I could just watch all those shows again and review Jim Davidson's Twitter account has been taken down after he tweeted a number of messages in support of Minister Mark Field, who uh, pushed a protester at a charity dinner. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Seems weird that... Did he grab a woman by her throat? I think so, Very, yes. very problematic. Yeah. Jim Davidson's a terrible guy. <laughs> just saying he's good on telly. I just wanted to see what his tweets were. Um, I imagine location, Great Britain, because, comes up. Because the problem is... To understand that, I think you've really got to have like a limited amount. It's just a tiny amount of experience on TV and realise how hard it is. Right, yeah. And for them to be so good at it. Mm. Um, anyway, he's a terrible guy. He's, I'm pleased he's not on TV anymore for obvious reasons, but he's no, there's no place for him in 2019. Speaking, he was talented as a TV presenter. Speaking of memories, do you reckon I would get away with um, wearing what can only be described as a gold ingot pendant? I don't know what, I don't know what that is. Back in the day, my dad had one. Let's have a look. And I always thought they looked kind of cool. Oh, yeah, they look great. Big, sort of chunky kind of... I think Charlie's got one. Has he? I think so, yeah. Are the kids doing it? I think Charlie's got one. Yes! Yeah. I'm going to get a silver ingot uh, pendant. Me and my dad had St. Christopher necklaces. Do you know those? 
Is it just a cross or something? Like? No, it's like a little pendant, but it's got um, St. Christopher carrying the child across the river. Right. It's a cool little pendant. Because I've, I've never worn... I've still any, got it, I just I've don't I've never worn it. any jewellery um, before in my life, apart from a, um, apart from a watch, but uh, I, just think, I just think I should get into it a bit. Well, while you're contemplating that, Pete, let's have a little break. You can buy yourself a gold ingot pendant, a pendant, a pendant, and then we'll read some Millions of people have lost weight with personalised plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Else. She's going to report me for saying bugger, you know. Oh, just wait till I see your mother. You're in real trouble. Oh, I say, well, if you're going to go and see her, then tell her this bugger-shaped fuck she fucking sphincter. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot he never gets he old. kind of really throws himself into that one, doesn't he? Hello at LukeandPeach.com is the email address, of course. I know I said that very fast, so hello at LukeandPeachShow.com. Mm. Ewan from Aberdeen has emailed in about Postman Pat. Okay. We talked about Postman Pat a week or two ago. And this is a follow-up. And his black and white cat. He said, yeah, exactly. He said, due to the fact that until recently I regularly had to endure Postman Pat at 5.30 in the morning with an annoyingly awake toddler on my lap, I can confirm that Postman Pat is still lovingly crafted using stop motion. And despite being spruced up slightly, the theme song is still essentially the same tune and lyrics that we enjoyed as children in the 80s. What Luke may have been confused by is the outro tune, which is now Special Delivery Service, an annoyingly catchy ditty that I catch myself humming um, I'm just going to load it up. Mm. But I catch myself humming more often than I'd like to admit. It sounds a bit like this. Special 
That's the other major change is that Pat no longer works for the Royal Mail after they mercilessly sacked him in 2000 because they decided he no longer fitted with their corporate image. To make ends meet, he now works for the inexplicably well-resourced Special Delivery Service. Sorry, this... This is Feliz Navidad, isn't it, really? A little bit, yeah. Um, I want to wish you a Merry Christmas! Let's get rid of that. Um, he, he goes on to say, Ewan, in Aberdeen, he says... Um, all the evidence suggests it's a zero-hours contract. Pat will be sitting <laughs> eating with his family when a phone call from his boss, who's called Ben, mm. a 20-something pen pusher who never leaves his fucking desk, what a tit. means he has to drop everything and head straight to the depot. The only consolation for Pat is that Special Delivery Service, or SDS as they're known, uh, kit him out with an orgy of transport options, including a 4x4 Jeep, a motorbike with sidecar for Jess, mm. a helicopter, and even a plane that can take off vertically. That is badass. The low point for the franchise came a few years back when they made a feature-length film in which Pat enters the Greendale talent show and is revealed that he has a fantastic singing voice which was provided by none other than Ronan Keating. Hmm. That's probably more than you wanted to know about Postman Pat given it's a three-minute tangent during today's show, but sadly I know more about children's shows than any kind of art form intended for adults these days. Keep up the good work and speak to you soon. All the best, Ewan from Aberdeen. Do you know what I'd really like to see? Go on. A- Motorway or interstate and a man on a motorbike, maybe a Harley, with a sidecar, with a dog, with goggles. Yeah. Doesn't happen much, does it? You just never see it. There was two two dogs on the tube on the way in this morning. Mm. They didn't know each other. They're both little yappy dogs. Yeah. And they were going crazy at each other on the yes. tube. It was chaos. Love it. They had, one actually eventually had to move down the other end of the carriage. Cool off. But the, one of the dogs, it was like a little terrier. Mm. It was so excited by the other dog, it kept trying to get away from its mother. Mm. She couldn't hold on to him properly. It kept squirming <laughs> away. It was exciting. Love it. It was exciting. I love when dogs go batshit. You got an email there? There was a lovely corgi on the way home from Newcastle. Oh, that was an arduous journey. Five mm. hours. Oh, no. Five hours ours on the train. Was, ours was bad, mate. But I'll tell you about our one. Our one got caught. Wasn't there a man called who looked like George Bush? Yeah. He was shouting. <laughs> Why Someone, was he shouting? Because it was it was overcrowded and it mm. kept stopping, and the guard came over the tannoy and said that um, that we're going for a part of the track that's not electric, so we need to go on the diesel engines. Yeah. But the previous driver, up until Doncaster or whatever, yeah, filled the fucking <laughs> and warmed them up. Right. So we had to sit there for twenty minutes waiting. Well, and then it. someone pulled the emergency alarm. That's uh, annoying. That's bad behaviour. Anyway, right? yeah, carry on. What email you got there, mate? Uh, Joseph. Hey, Joseph. Uh, all right, lads, long-time listener. First-time email after hearing Luke recount his anecdote of buying cheese and car batteries from a bloke in a pub in episode 199.63. I felt it was my duty to regale you of my experiences with Cleethorpes' greatest pub entrepreneur. Yeah, I didn't buy the car battery or the cheese. It just had, it, I, was, I had it offered to me. I didn't purchase it. Very blocky items. A few yeah. months ago, I visited my dad for the weekend in Cleethorpes, nice part of the world, and uh, ever since I turned 18 five years ago, we would always pop into his local to numb our senses prior to getting home to be mobbed by my younger siblings. This time, however, when nipping into Sainsbury before the pub, we bumped into a new friend of my dad's. With jeans hanging off his arse and some very well-used bags for life in each hand, I was wary of how my dad had come to know this gentleman. They exchanged pleasantries, and upon leaving, my dad shouted, I'm running low! On coffee and cheese, by the way. You know where I'll be. I'll see what I can do, comes the reply. <laughs> <laughs> Just stigling to order. Yeah. Um, I'm suspicious, and uh, five minutes later, before we'd had our first sip, the man returns with, inexplicably, an open box of at least 75 dairy milk chocolate bars, the sort a newsagent would display on the counter. The uh, man offers my dad the lot for a tenner, uh, but perplexed, my dad offers a fiver to get him out of the pub. He duly obliges, and after my dad, uh, rather tongue-in-cheek, reminds him of his previous order. The coffee and the uh, cheese. 
Yeah. Um, as we're tucking in to presumably stolen goods, uh, the man returns and whispers to my dad's friend that he's uh, got a bag of KFC chicken fillets. Any sane person at this point would assume that this now obvious, very accomplished uh, shoplifter had pilfered the Sainsbury's fridges for some KFC branded chicken fillets. Do those even exist? I don't think so, Joseph. Wow. Um, yeah, well, you'd be wrong. As it turns out, he spotted the KFC staff across the road on their fag break, sneaked around the back of the shop and directly emptied the freezers full of loose raw chicken breast into his bag for life. This man is a thief. <laughs> uh, the price for this mission? A fiver, obviously. He scarpers one final time to see what I can do about the cheese and the coffee before returning swiftly with an even bigger, seemingly wetter bag than before. <laughs> he forces the bag into my friend's hand, forcing him to shout, Ah, what's that sticking into my hand? This isn't a b- all This isn't all breast, there's a bone in the hand. Um, all, uh, all the while, his hand's dripping in, in chicken juice. The man accepts a greasy fiver for the presumably £20 worth of chicken and leaves never be seen again. Despite probably being accessories to several crimes by the end of the afternoon, we found the whole thing hilarious, uh, and I won't be surprised if my brothers and sisters never want to see a bar of dairy milk again. Also, I'm vegan now. All right. <laughs> uh, and that was uh, from Joe, who saw us in Newcastle on uh, Friday. I'll tell you Enjoyable. what. Enjoyable. Fiver for that kind of... I Greasy mean, stolen chicken. Yeah. No, would you put them straight in the freezer? Would you enjoy them later on? At the risk of, of, at the risk of um, incurring the wrath of people from that part of the world, it's very much how I imagine Gleethorpes to be. <laughs> how rude. How very I've never rude. been there. Well, why are you saying that then? No, I shouldn't be saying that. It's mean, really. Yeah, um, thank you for that. It's very much similar vibe to how the guy with the cheese and the deli, the deli block of cheese and the, and the mm. car battery. Christian's also been in touch saying... Um, this is a bit. This is a bit of a, an interesting one, Pete, because last week you were talking about why American eggs are white, yeah, and brown, and the UK ones are brown, and you mm. sort of ascertained that you thought it was because they were cleaned better. Christians just emailed in saying white chick, white eggs are from white feather chickens, brown eggs are from brown feather chickens. That's all it is. Yeah, but the the very specifically bleached um, uh, eggs in America are because they were cleaned to within an inch of their lives, right. Um, but I can't. I can't see if that's true. I can't believe that's true anyway. Because I've never once had a white egg in the UK, and there must be loads of white chickens in the UK. Yeah. No, I, I think he might be wrong. <laughs> you reckon? <laughs> well, don't ask Joe because he's a vegan. He Why are eggs white in the US? There we go. Have a little Google, mate. Ah, da, 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 da. Protein spots are mainly found on brown eggs because they're uh, from a blood vessel rupture. Ooh, gross. Oh dear. Gross. Not what you asked, though, is it? Not what I asked, though. Oh, by the way, I'm going to Secret Cinema Stranger Things in December. Are you going to dress like little boy? Oh, is this going to enchant me? <laughs> Are you going to dress as the policeman? No, you get given a um a thing you've got to dress up as. Oh, right, okay. So then don't have so many of one more than that. Yeah, so I've dress got to dress... Like little, that little munchkin boy. I've got to dress up as the hotshot editor of the local newspaper. <laughs> Yeah. What's Mimi got? I can't remember what she got. I presume Mimi's going. You're not going yeah. by yourself. Yeah, she is. Yeah, so we're going on the 22nd of December. But it's not like other secret cinemas. They're not showing a movie. They're what showing. Are they it's like a whole theme park type thing, and it's all set out. They're not the... showing anything at the end of it, though. I don't know, but it's all set out like Star Court Mall, apparently. Right. Have you been to one? No, but my... <laughs> you made me yawn there. Sorry. Um, my mates. Yeah, my mates done a couple of those ones. I think the Back to the Future one and a couple of others where you get assigned a little. Little little guy, little mystery, and somebody pops into your life and goes, "Hey, I need some help with this," and you toddle off and have a bit of an adventure with them. It's supposed very to be exciting. Good. Yeah, it's supposed to be very good. Yeah, really, but the really only, good. there's no way to know where it's um, going to be. You've just got to go to this particular spot and wait. <laughs> right. And they're going to pick you up and take you there. That would annoy me. That, that involves minibuses. Don't like it. I may don't never, like it. I may never be seen again. <laughs> Mother. Stranger Things. 
I've happened. Things. I've, so. I've never seen Stranger Things. Um, and does someone go missing and then they just go it's on an good. adventure? It's good, mate. Instead of calling the authorities, just go on an I adventure. Mean, when all said and done, all the people who hype it and all the people who say don't be bothered because it's been hyped, it's just good. It's just well done, Telly. Give it a bash. Give it a bash. At the bangers and mash. All right, let's get out of here, Peter. That's about enough of this, I think. Oh, um, God. We'll try and do an episode later this week where we're in the US. We'll take the mics and see if we can get it to happen. Um, it should be lots of fun. Um, if you don't hear from us, then we have fucked it up. Uh, I'm Luke. That's Pete. Hello at lukeandpeach.com to get in touch with any of the stuff you've heard about today or anything you want us to discuss or tell us about. And we'll see you again soon. Okay, then. Bye. Not bad chicken. This was a Stakhanov production. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.